Hey everybody, and welcome to a special off-the-wall episode of The Ramblin' Rev and The Wisecast. For listeners on both sides, I have two different podcasts that I do, one of which I do by myself, The Ramblin' Rev, which is mainly aimed at exploration of scripture for worship and sermon purposes, as well as posting my sermons. And then the other one, the Wisecast, is one that I do with a fellow Western Iowa Synod Lutheran Church, ELCA Church pastor, uh, for, as the official podcast for the Synod. I'm doing double duty today as I record this. It is Tuesday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all my Irish friends out there. It's late afternoon as I'm recording this, and... Everything that I'm about to say is based on what we know right now. In my position as a synod council member, uh, I've had the opportunity to be in a a group meeting or a group video conference call with a state of Iowa county health director who operates directly with the state health department. Uh, Of course, we're, we're also getting information from the state and from the the uh, CDC and the WHO and all of the above and of course we're also seeing and hearing things from all over the place uh, depending on how often we turn on the TV or pick up social media or turn on the news app or whatever we do. Stuff is flying all over the place most of which is really not helpful some of which is but even the stuff that's helpful is changing from almost sometimes almost moment to moment as more and more information becomes available so everything that i'm saying on this episode is from that standpoint this is as we know things now at 4:05 p.m central time on tuesday march 17th 2020 the coronavirus is running rampant and people are scared and people are confused and people don't know what's going on there are parts of the country that have been dealing with this uh, for two three weeks longer than we have here in the the my little corner of the upper midwest Uh, i have colleagues that are out in the northwest who are i don't know if ground zero is the right way to put it but they they've been dealing with things longer and have already experienced many of the shutdowns and the closings and the socially social distancing and all of that um, that for us here in this part of the country is just now kind of catching up in about the last three or four days and it's it's difficult it is hard to know what to think it's hard to know how to react for those of us in leadership within the church setting, we're struggling to try and make wise decisions for our congregations, for our people. Uh, We're trying to not buy into fear, and yet we're trying to be wise and listen to what the scientists and the experts are telling us um, and take the precautions that we need to take to, to slow this thing down, to help stop the the spread of this virus which uh, none of us really know the full extent of what it's going to turn into 
you know, some people say, oh, it's just the flu. Oh, it's it's going to kill so many fewer than we, we lose the, to influenza every year. Why are we paying such close attention? Well, the fact of the matter is, it's early. We don't know what this virus is going to do. We just don't. And so we're trying to stop it before it really gets going any worse than it already has, not only here in our country, but worldwide. If we pay attention to some of the other areas of the world that have been dealing with this longer than even the United States has been, and we see what they're going through, maybe we have something to learn. So, but the the long and short of, of all of this is that we're all scared. We're all nervous. None of us really know what to think or what to do. And we're trying to find a new normal. For my family, my, my kids are now out of school. Um, the latest announcement from our local school system is that that this break for the school will last until mid-April. At this point, it may end up going longer. We don't know that yet, but that officially has come down. And for my congregation, our policies dictate or mandate that we follow suit and we do the same cancellation. So as I am recording this, my church is essentially, my congregation is essentially closed down from gathering through Easter and past Easter. And I tell you, as a pastor, as a member of this faith community, that hurts. And I had my, excuse me, and I had my first ugly cry today in response to that. Now, everyone is reacting to this in different ways. Part of my angst that I'm feeling today is because I did not sleep well last night. That's just me knowing me. If I get a decent night's sleep tonight, I'll probably feel a little bit better tomorrow. But but over the course of the last four or five days here, really since last Thursday, um, as I'm recording this, the it's been one thing after another after another, and it just keeps ramping up. I was in conversation with uh, Pastor Chuck, my, my co-host from the WiseCast earlier today, as well as another colleague of ours from our vicinity. And we commented that when we had gathered a week ago for our pastor's tech study last Tuesday, this was on our radar, but, but none of us had any inkling of what was going to happen. Even having seen what happened you know, out west and what's happened to different parts of the country, none of us expected this. And then a couple of days later, things just started to ramp up and up and up and up and up, and it hasn't stopped. So what do we do with this? Where do we go from here? How do we begin to process a new normal when for many of us that new normal looks like staying in your house? Or for many of us, that new normal looks like a cancellation of public events where perhaps we make our income. There's, a, there's just so much anxiety in the air and so much unknown that it's hard to know what to think or where to go. I'm not going to tell you just pray and everything will be okay. I'm not going to tell you that because that kind of sounds like a cop-out. But I do believe that those spiritual practices of prayer, connection with God, connection with one another, just taking time to be, I think that this is important for us. Establishing something of a routine is important for us now in this reality of social distancing and everything else that's going on. Give yourself permission to turn off the TV. Give yourself permission to put your phone down and quit looking at social media and scrolling through thing after thing after thing after thing. Give yourself permission just to be and to laugh if something is funny, to cry if something is not to 
to be angry if you need to be angry, to be sad if you need to be sad, to, to be concerned or frustrated or, or whatever emotion you need to feel. I always tell grieving families, feel what you need to feel and don't feel bad about that. And I think this is the same way. I'm, I'm, I can only speak for my, for my group of people, for my, my congregation in that we are sad right now. And we're feeling a mix of emotions because word has just come down and it's ramped up over the course of the past 36 hours or 48 hours that we've gone from meeting cautiously to we're not going to meet for the next week and a half to now we're not going to meet for the next month, including Holy Week and Easter and, and maybe even beyond that. Who knows what it will be tomorrow. This is a hard pill to swallow. And yet we're trying to find ways to still be community together, to connect uh, through the technologies and through the abilities that, that are available to us online, electronically, through the phone, through, through different forms of communication. We're trying to figure out how to do that. For my listeners, if you're listening to the Ramblin' Rev, I'm going to continue to be putting out episodes. They may be slightly different as my worship situation and my preaching situation is now different, but I will continue to put those out. wanted just to include this so that if you happen to be a listener, uh, you sort of know what to expect and, and just to give you some perspective and to, to know that if you're hurting right now, if you're scared right now, if you're nervous right now, you're not alone. You are not alone. We share that. And I'm right there with you. And for the Wisecast folks, same deal. Know that the Synod and the, the Synod staff, the Synod Council, uh, the Synod office, they're connecting with our conference pastors. Uh, in fact, um, Pastor Chuck and I were on a conference call with, with our bishop and synod staff earlier today for that very purpose. Know that your, your congregational leadership is doing the best they can given the information that they have. And I urge you to, to pay attention to what the experts are telling us, to pay attention to the sources that you're listening to, that you're reading especially the sources that you are perhaps passing on or sharing, make sure they're credible sources and not just someone speculating. And as difficult as it is to perhaps be a part, if your congregation has made that choice, just know that it is for the purpose of trying to stop the spread of this. And that in the long run, we hope that no one gets sick. We hope that this is overblown and overhyped so that in the end, that means that all the distancing that we've been doing from one another worked and we shut this thing down. I want to say God bless you all. We'll be back in contact again. And so on behalf of Pastor Chuck for the Wisecast and on behalf of me, the Ramblin' Rev, uh, God bless. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>